that kill, you can push that dope. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. You can steer that wheel, hit the gas and go. Get yours, get yours, get yours. By any means. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bay Podcast. This is your co-host James with Jake. Hello, James. Happy day after deadline day. Dude, happy one year anniversary talking on the BA podcast. Oh, yes, it's been one year. Took six months off. It's been one year. Took six months off, but we've been back the last couple of months. So you're welcome. For those who don't know, our first episode was actually today, a year from today. That's why it's our anniversary. I think they got that, but yes, that's correct. Just gotta clarify, you know, for people who don't know what an anniversary is. Yeah, for those uh, for those who don't know what anniversary is, according to Google.com, which I'm gonna find right now, uh, the definition of anniversary. Uh, let's see if I can. Okay, there we go. Hurry up. The date on which an event took place in the previous year. So, for those who have been following us since our SoundCloud days, where we had to uh, delete episodes because we only had three three hours to record. Yes. Our first episode, the introduction. Yes. Yes. As you can hear, church bells are in the background, so we're a pretty big deal. Take me to church. Yeah, that episode was uh, 35 minutes and 17 seconds long. Damn. Um, Damn, Also on this day, anniversary, is when Jimmy G re-signed with the 49ers. Ah, Jimmy G. Yes, we we talked about that during our first podcast. Jimmy GQ. As the kids would say. Jimmy GQ, baby. Uh, we've come a long way. Our, we've, uh, our porn star Jimmy, as Stephen A. Smith called him. <laughs> we've come a long way since our uh, old podcast days where we just yes. used to stop after every segment. Yes. Now now we're just a, a free-flowing segment. A uh, free-flowing podcast now. We're just doing our thing. Yes. We were pretty shit the first couple episodes. Um, we're better now. Still not great, but we're better. Which is hey, we're, we're, we're still sending it. Improvement. Yes, improvement. That's what it's about. Yes, exactly. So let's start off with the Sharks. Good idea. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me? What yeah. did you just say? Let's do it. Yeah, so the Sharks played, I think they played Tuesday. Was their first game this week? Uh, yes. Uh, they played the Jets. The Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets, For those who don't know. They're formerly, right, they're formerly, yes, the Winnipeg Jets, formerly known as the Atlanta, f- shit, Atlanta Thrashers. That's a name. Well, they won three to two with an overtime win. Uh, Couture had a goal. Sorensen had a goal. LeBlanc had one assist. Pavelski had one goal, one assist. Vlasic had an assist, and Martin Jones had uh, twenty-five saves with a percentage of point nine two six. Hmm. That's good. They played again uh, yesterday against the uh, Calgary Flames. They demolished them. It was uh, five to two. Uh, it's their fourth straight win. Uh, Hurdle and Kane both scored two each. Hurdle is a career high, twenty-four goals on the season, twenty-five assists, at 20, forty-nine points, which is also a career high. Uh, Kane has twenty-three goals, twenty-two assists, forty-five points, career high is fifty-seven in the 2011-2012 season when he was on the Winnipeg Jets. Interesting. Uh, Brent Burns also scored. He had 11 goals and 50 assists, 61 points total. Um, he has, a, you have a, whatchamacallit, a stat for, for Brent Burns this episode? Oh, yes, I do have a stat for him. Brent Burns. Um, okay, where, there we go. Brent Burns on the years 11 goals and 50 assists with 61 points. Also, this 50 assist is the first by a defenseman uh, since ni- since the 1993-94 season. He's the first defenseman to record 50 assists in 55 or fewer team games. The last person to do it, Sergei Zuboff, the New York Rangers. What? Yes, I don't re- I don't remember. Actually, I think I heard of Sergei Zuboff, but that was a long time ago. Sergei. What? Well, yeah, it's Sergey, right? Sergey? Sergey? Sergey. Sergey, Sergey. Sergey, Sergey. Yeah, Serge, Sergey. I just... 
Because there's a guy named Sergey Fedorov, so I just think it's the same how you pronounce it for this guy. But, right, 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 right. Who, right, who was right. a center who was pretty good. He played with the Capitals, I believe, a couple of years. I know that because of NHL 08 and NHL 06. Lit. Which, actually, yeah, I have a thing to say. And, and it, the NHL games, I think... Are fun as fuck. Yes, that's one reason. They're also, I believe, uh, the second best... The second best games, uh, video games, si- like series, other than NBA 2K. Yeah, that's definitely fun. I think my first NHL was 07. And, uh, yeah, all I would do is just check people the entire time. Would you score? And score goals, exactly. Nice. I think I made, a, I made my own player. I think I put him on... I put him on the Jets. Yeah, I put him on the Jets. Because you can have, like, my own career. Oh, yeah. Pretty fun game. I'm a big fan. Big fan. I haven't played it since. It was on my PlayStation 2, so it's a long time ago. Yeah, I've, I've only had a play, uh, PS2. I'm wondering how it is yeah. on, like, PS4 and, like, Xbox. But I've never played it before, so I can't tell. It's probably, it's probably, it's probably lit. Yeah, hopefully. Better than, yeah. uh, better than Madden. Better than Madden. Uh, yeah, like now, I'm so so on Madden. I I I actually miss NCAA football. Oh, because I have a. I actually was playing it yesterday. I have an Xbox 360 in my house, really old, and I have a NCAA. The last, I think it's the, I think it's the second to last one. I think 15 was the last one they made it. It's the cover with uh, what's his name? The the Baylor. Uh, what's his fucking name? Oh, RG3. It's with RG3. So I was playing that yesterday. Pretty fun. Yeah, I miss it more than I don't play a lot of Madden anymore. Yeah. I, I don't play a lot of console games. Hmm. This is my friend's old Xbox 360. I just bought it from him for like 50 bucks because I was bored. So, it's really, really all I'm going to use it for. But moving on, let's move on to uh, Martin Jones uh, this season. Uh, he has uh, uh, 26, 10, and 4. Uh, second most wins by a starting goalie in the NHL. Send it. Um, he has 2.9. Uh, GAA. What does that stand for? Uh, he's okay. I'll I'll say it. Uh, he's averaging. So when he plays games, he's given up two point nine goals per game. Basically, I think goal GAA is like goalie, like goals against average. But it's easier just to say goals per game. But that's how they do it. Is that is that, is that a, is that a high number? Like uh, what's the record? Um. Uh, I have to I have to look at the stats. Let me actually look at. Yeah, let me. I don't know exactly like what's the best. Like what it's for? I, I don't know. I, don't know I know what it's for. Time. I just I just don't know like what's the average. I think it might oh, be okay. a little bit above average. Um, on NHL.com, it's so hard to find goalie stats. I mean, Jesus. Well, aside from that, he has a eighty-nine point nine save percentage this season. Yeah, that's kind of pretty low. good. You want, that, you that want lower high. It's 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 on the low end. You would want like the like you would want it like the elite goalies have like nine thirty, the ninety three percent, ninety four percent. That's like a really high yeah. up. That's like very good. But you he's usually around like nine ten nine twenty. So he's kind of down in that. But he's been playing much better recently, which all that really matters. Uh, they they did have that stretch where they gave up. About uh, I believe six goals in four straight games, which is like Yikes. a record of their a record for them, in their uh, franchise's history. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking. At, I'm actually looking at the stats now for goals against average. Two point nine yeah. ranks, twenty uh, fifth in NHL. But that's out of. Oof. That's out of about I believe ninety three goaltenders. Uh, so it's like. Like it's like a like it's okay. It's not like the greatest that you would say. No, you want no. It's not the greatest. But let me see what it is for like goalies who played over thirty games. Let's see here. So if you do that for goalies over thirty games, he's up to fourteenth in goals allowed, which is about middle of the way, which is average, which for them and their offense you'll take because their offense is really good. Well, the Sharks play Saturday against the Oilers. Should they be come a win. back Monday, game seven on the season. Do you want to talk about their points right now? 
Yes, they have 71 points. They did have a nice amount of points the game before yesterday, but they won. Uh, so they have 71 now. What, Second, number, what, num- what number was that? What uh, nice number is that? Although, yeah, actually, they had 69 points in the last game before this. They won four straight. They're 32-16-7, which is really good. Um, they have 32. It says here they're 31. Did you forget to change it? Uh, yeah, I forgot to change it. SMH. Yeah, so 32, 16, and 7. Um, they're Pretty second. Good. Yeah, that's really good, actually. Um, let's see here. I think they're second in their conference in points, or tied for second. Um, nice. And they're only two points back of the Flames, who have 73, which lead the, which lead the Western Conference. And they're in the Whoa. same division. So the Sharks are only two points out of first place in their conference. The Fal- Flames. The first, good. Yeah, first point, first place in their division and conference. Um, teams are catching up in games played, which is good for them. Uh, they're still ranked fourth in the NHL in points, which is really good. Um, they're eighteen four and four at home, fourteen twelve and three on the road. Uh, they score. A, they have one hundred ninety eight goals on the year, which is good for third in the NHL. Um, the team that leads the NHL is the Tampa Bay Lightning, who the Sharks beat. Tampa Bay has 207 goals, and they have 82 points. So I don't see the Sharks catching them for the best record in the league. But best record in the Western Conference, I think they're going to – I think they're actually going to – they're going to get that, I believe. Right. By the I end agree. of the season, I think they're going to be – because you – I think they're going to be in the top – they're going to be top two in points. I think they're going to be top in the NHL with points for them, which is which is what, which is what you want. But the key is that – you really want them to win the division, because if they win the division, they play and they get the one seed. They play the like the lowest point teams, so like the second wild card team. If they finish in second place in the division, they play the Vegas Golden Knights, who are a much better team than what the team they would play would be, which I believe is either right. the Blues or Min- which would be the St. Louis Blues, I believe, um, or right. the Canucks. I'm not 100 percent sure, but you'd rather play the Blues and Canucks first than play the uh, the um, uh, Golden Knights. So you'd, ra- you'd rather have them win the division than finish in second. Right. 100% agree with all the points you just made there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move on to some, not necessarily basketball, but some Warriors talk. Um. Yeah, the Warriors played, I think it was Wednesday night against the Spurs. They blew them out. It was at 141 to 102. Uh, but the Spurs were without uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar Rosen. Uh, for the Warriors, everyone scored above two points. Good for them. So everybody on the entire team scored. Um, Iggy had a big highlight. It was like the fourth quarter with like six minutes left, and obviously they were up a lot. Uh, Iggy hits a uh, corner three, turns around before it goes and looks at the bench. Obviously, splish splash. It was wet. Went in. Kind of sick. Uh, Katie had a monster dunk. Um, we'll talk about his postgame presser a little bit later. Um, Clay had. The highest scoring points he had 26 1 and 6 Steph had 19 5 and 7 Katie with 23 8 and 9 Boogie with 15 6 and 3 and we only had 11 turnovers hmm. pretty good pretty good that's good um they play today they play against the Suns at I think it's 7 7 30 are they home or in Phoenix I think they're home I couldn't I, I'm not sure I'm checking right now they're, they're playing at 6 so I think it might be away yeah Let's see here. Yeah, that fucking Bleacher Report sucks ass. Jesus, calm down. Uh, they do play away, so yes, they're not at home tonight. Yeah, all right. Sweet. And then... Uh, and uh, uh, on Sunday, they play the main... Let's basketball real quick. Uh... The St. Mary's Gales played yesterday. I was at the game for a little bit. They played uh, UOP or University Pacific. It went to speed one. The, uh, the Gales won 78-66. Jordan Ford went 28-1-1 with the highest, highest score. Malik Fitz went 14-3-0. And then my boy Tanner Cribs went 7-3-1. We play again Saturday against Gonzaga away. Um, Gonzaga beat USF yesterday by 30 points. So it should be a fun game to watch. That'll be on ESPN too. LOL. And then Jake's school play also Thursday. 
they went. Uh, they played Cal State LA. It was, they won by ten. It was eighty-three to seventy-three. They finally dub. broke their two-game losing streak. Yee. They were uh, away at this game. We were back, and they are back. I think they played back at home Saturday. Mm. They play Cal State Dominguez Hills. Hmm. Lit. We are back. We are back. Now let's talk about some basketball news. Obviously, the deadline was yesterday. Deadline day. Talk about some highlights and stuff like that. Uh, big things. Pause. Um, obviously, the biggest news was that AD was not traded hmm. um, to the Lakers or anywhere else. Uh, obviously, the talks will stop for now. But then they also talked about how they weren't going to play for him for the rest of the season. But they are now going to let him come back into the lineup. So he's back. Um, but a little, little uh, background to this trade. The Pels were asking for, for four, four first rounds and two second rounds, plus all the players that they asked or uh, were trying to get prior. That's a lot. Um, while all this trade stuff was happening, they had a game, what, Wednesday before the deadline? Or was it on Thursday? They had a game Wednesday. Then they, I believe, played – no. The Lakers? They played yesterday. Wednesday. It was the game Wednesday. They had, yeah. There was a visual of actually... Um, LeBron? I don't know. It was yeah, well, LeBron sitting all the way at the end of the bench. Three chairs in between the, and the entire rest of the team. They were they got blown out. They lost to uh, the Pacers by 44 during that game. <laughs> and um, what are your thoughts on that? Why was LeBron sitting so far away from his teammates? You know, it's kind of hard to say because I'm not sure like if there was people at the... At the, like the scores table, ready to check in. There's subs coming or what? You don't really know. There's nobody. Okay, I watched this video. There was uh, two spots before. I forgot who what, who it was, but he got up, checked in for Rondo. Rondo dabbed everybody up, and also including LeBron. But he didn't sit in those three spots. He actually went all the way back near the scores table and sat next to the coaches. So it was Rondo, all the coaches. The rest of the team, three seats, and then LeBron just by himself. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, a lot of people will obviously make a lot of it. Um, say, oh, he's, you know, waiting for the inevitable. Everyone's going to get traded, blah, blah, blah. And obviously it didn't happen. Yes. They actually made other trades. Um, I think they got Reggie Bullock, Psh. right, from the Pistons. That's funny. They, uh, uh. they traded... Beasley and Zubak to the Clippers. Why? I forgot who they got. They got uh, Mike Muscala, who was traded from the 76ers to the Clippers in the Tobias Harris deal. So they traded that. Right. I don't understand why the Lakers did that. That was kind of a, kind of a head-scratching trade. Because Zubac is like their yeah. best big, and they traded him good. for... I, I thought he was pretty good for the Lakers. Yeah, Magic, I, I mean, that was just a weird trade by Magic Johnson and company. Yeah. Um, well, also during that game, what was happening... Pacers fans were relentless, that's for sure. Yes. Um, one, when Brandon Ingram was at the line, they started to chant, Han's going to trade you. Hmm. Funny. I thought that was really funny. That is funny. And then when JaVale went into the Victor line, <laughs> you're not worth rejecting, it. <laughs> not worth trading. <laughs> Even funnier. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I hate um, but yeah, I mean, it's like we were talking about last podcast. It's like everywhere LeBron goes, there's just there just has to be a problem. Yeah, especially the first year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every every single time, it's just like there's a huge problem that goes on. Speculation of everyone getting traded. LeBron needs help, even though Bob he chose to go to the Lakers. There was a funny I mean, story I heard about LeBron's first year in Miami. Uh, I learned yeah. this from I believe it was Brian Windhorst on ESPN. Uh, he yeah. said that, or Rachel Nichols, or one of them, where they said that. During like part of the like the first year like midway th- like I don't know when like in December or something his first year in Miami, yeah. he went to Paul not Paul what was his name, Pat Riley and said um hey do you ever get the itch the coach and Pat Riley immediately knew what he was talking about he was like no Eric Spoelstra is your coach you're gonna he's gonna coach you you're gonna have to deal with it and that's what happened and they won two championships. Yeah, what a guy. What a guy. Just it just makes it that like Steph Curry is just a joke. Let's just allude to that. That's true. I mean, uh he currently sits third all time with three pointers made. Obviously this is uh 
jagged. But I mean, when I was doing this on Wednesday, he had he currently had two thousand three hundred forty-four made threes and counting. Obviously, he's still playing and he's still making those threes. Uh, he is behind only and Reggie Miller, who I think he will catch up to by the end of the season. Um, but let's talk about some other trades that happened. Harrison Barnes is coming back to California. Yes, he is. Not back to the Warriors, though. He's going to the Kings. Mm. Interesting. Hopefully he figures it out. Because he was not doing well with the Mavs. He was alright. He wasn't great, but he was just like... Yeah, he wasn't great. He was, like, he was like averaging like 17 or something like that. Points per game. Not great. Nope. Especially if you are getting paid the max. I mean, like, uh, you know? So he played two years in, for the Mavs. Obviously, has got traded to the Kings. And uh, the Kings lost some guys. Uh, Justin Jackson was traded away from the Kings. And then also Amon Shepard was traded. Hold on. Pause. I'm going too far. Uh, let's talk about the Sixers trade. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, uh, the Sixers acquired Tobias Harris and Boban. Marjanovic, Marjanovic. They're best, they're best friends. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're like best friends. Uh, they have been together ever since Detroit. They were part of the part of the trade package when they were moved to the Clippers, and now they were traded away, both of them, to the Sixers. So they're like they're like best buds. Kind of cool, huh? I like that. And then the Rockets acquired a Montreal McBee three-team trade that include the Cavs and the Kings. Ah, James, NFL news. It never, ever stops. Let me just find my NFL news. There it is. Steve Young says that the 49ers need to find a receiver that threatens on a Wednesday. Also, the Miami Dolphins, according to John, De- according to John Wolf ESPN.com, says they have re-signed long snapper John Denny. How about that? Lit. It's lit right there. And finally, James, President Linda B. Johnson owned an amphibious car called the Amphicar and would use it to scare guests by driving in a lake and screaming about brake failure. Well, then. Uh, moving on from that little spat. Uh, How, about that, to the Bulls. How about that? The Dolphins. And the received Jabari Parker. Dolphins are signing the long snapper? Good idea. Um, the NBA uh, All-Star Game draft was yesterday. Obviously, the team captains for the East were Giannis. And for the West, Team LeBron. Or LeBron, excuse me. But Team Giannis included, uh, it's going to include, obviously, himself, Steph, Paul George, Kemba Walker, and Joel Embiid, while on the bench, Westbrook, Chris Milton, uh, Joker, uh, D'Angelo, Vubicic, uh, Lowry, Dirk, and uh, BG. Uh, oh, crap. Blake, Who the fuck is BG? Blake Griffin. Jesus Christ. And for LeBron, obviously LeBron's on the team. Kyrie, Kawhi, Katie, and Harden. On the bench is uh, Clay Simmons. There's no D there. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Uh, Bradley Bill, Damian Lillard, Ulrich, Cat, AD, and D Wade. Hmm. Oh. And those are the All Star teams. Um, still a ways away. It'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina this year. Steph's hometown, who will be participating in the three-point contest. But we'll talk about it, obviously, closer when it comes uh, closer. Let's talk about uh, obviously all these trades happen between some big teams, stuff like that. Let's talk about our playoff predictions after the trade line. Why don't you go first? All right, so we're going to predict the Western Conference, Eastern Conference, and the finals, our predictions. The Western Conference finals, I have the Nuggets playing the Warriors. Eastern Conference final, I have the Bucks facing the Raptors. Finals, I have the Warriors versus the Bucks, and I'm picking the Warriors to win it again. Obviously, yes. Obviously, this is a little way too early, but I mean, yeah, it's like we're just gonna take account to what happened during the trade deadline and just see what we think. 
And from my Western Conference final, I have the Warriors first. It doesn't matter. Hmm. And the East, that? I have the Bucks first, either the Raptors or the Sixers. But the East, after the trade deadline, they got a little better. Wait, wait sure. a minute. Pick between the Raptors or Sixers. No. And then... That'd be kind of like Warriors gonna have play. the Raptors or the Sixers. Warriors really gonna Warriors gonna play because two for teams. My champion, it's gonna be the Warriors. Warriors gonna really play. God, Warriors are gonna play two teams in the finals. Interesting. Yeah, you're dumb. You said um, Raptors Sixers, so. Yeah. So again, what we were talking about before. Wait, you know the Bucks? No. Oh yeah. Okay, you have them in the finals. We have them losing. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Makes sense. All right. All right. Moving on. Jesus Christ! Chill the fuck out, dude. Why don't you listen instead of saying stuff while I'm talking? Well, I got a message from someone that we can't report. We can't tell who messaged me, but someone messaged wow. me, made a sound. I had the. It was a whole thing. All right, but we're good now. All right. Someone just texted me. Also. Um. What should we call it? Lost my train of thought. Uh. Yeah. Katie got into the got it got into the media. Wednesday night after the Spurs game, he's been on like a sabbatical, not talking to the media after games for like nine days, which I don't think is, some people think it's a big deal, obviously, the media think it's a big deal because they blow everything out of proportion. Yes. What are your thoughts on that and what he said? Um, I, I liked what he did. I don't know, I also understand why people don't like what he did, uh, but I felt that, you know, he had, to, he had to do that, I mean, it's, he had, he had, Wait a minute. He's always had trouble with the media, like going back to Oklahoma City. So I think it's good for him just to like let it out once, and that'd be like the end of it. Which is what he did. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. I don't really have a, what you call it, any big thoughts on it. I don't think it's really that big of a deal. I mean, but I mean, it is the media's job to ask questions and stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, KD is a is a has a player option, obviously, but he can obviously decline that and become a free agent this, in this offseason. And people question, are questioning it. Um, I don't know why. It's in the middle of the fucking season. Why don't you fucking ask that shit at the end of the season? But I mean, obviously, people want to talk about it, make it such a big deal. And I mean, it is a big deal. It's a it's a it's a huge thing for the Warriors. Um, but we'll. We'll look to that later because we have some questions from some of our followers. Hmm. Let's talk about the 49ers a little bit. Okay. So this week, the 49ers hired uh, Wes Walker as their new wide receivers coach. But Jake likes to call him the new white slot receiver coach. Yes. Yes. So hopefully um, he'll be helping out our receivers a lot more this season. Hopefully. Um Maybe uh, helping Trent Tiller make that big leap into what he was for the Patriots and the Broncos, which pretty, would be great. Pretty big leap. Yeah, that'd be pretty, that's a huge leap. But, I mean, obviously they're like somewhat the same person, size-wise, route-wise, playing the slot. I mean, man, if Trent can take that big leap, I mean, obviously maybe not Wes Walker-esque this first season, but, you know, Moving forward, maybe he can just get gaining a lot more knowledge on how to play the slot at an all pro level, like how Wes Walker was. Yep. Um, some other huge news that happened this week was that AB was part of a domestic dispute in January, February of what? Last year, obviously. No, it was January but 2019. Was... Huh? It was this year, January. It was this this year, January. Yeah. Really, I didn't know that. I thought it was last year. No, it was this year. So he was a part of a domestic dispute, but he was not arrested. Hmm. And obviously, the 49ers are high on guys who are not part of any of that domestic violence type stuff. Obviously, they gave Ruben Foster a chance. He did it again when they were in uh, when they were playing Tampa Bay. They cut him. But obviously, there was a lot of talk and speculation that we'd be trying to trade for AB this offseason. Now that these kinds of things have come out to the media and in the news, do you still see the 49ers trying to trade for AB this offseason? 
Oof. Depends on what they find out in their investigation. Like if it's something that's major, then no. But if it's something that's, they're kind of the, they're at a tough spot because they've had, they've always they've had trouble with like this type of stuff in the past. Now right. they want to they don't want to have that again. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna still try for. Tra- I don't think they're gonna try to trade for him anymore. Yeah, obviously there's still names out there or speculation that other big time receivers might be in the trade conversation. Yes. But I also agree that I don't think we do. I don't think we try and trade for AB anymore. It's just not worth it. It's not worth the trouble. Obviously, <laughs> AB's had a lot of uh, not necessarily like big trouble, but he doesn't follow the rules a lot. Um, he's his own kind of guy he's not really i feel like he, he, he's a great player right he's a g- tremendously great wide receiver but um just the way he acts sometimes it just isn't what the 49ers need right now even though he's a great playmaker but there's other people who we might you know maybe try to trade for i don't know there's been talks about obj maybe being the trade market obviously we've seen him you know have his outburst on the sideline but I feel like that's just towards him just um, wanted, wanting to be a winner. And obviously, he's not on a big winning team. So maybe he gets traded to a, a winner, maybe the 49ers. We were talking about maybe some A.J. Green action. Um, he's had his history of being somewhat injured. He had a toe injury this year, who this year, and he got uh, and he was out the rest of the season. I think like week 12, week 14. Kind of really fucked up my fantasy team. Shout out to A.J. Green. But, um, Maybe the 49ers take a look at the big wide receiver. Still a speedy out of Georgia. Can catch the catch the deep ball. Yeah, he's a seven-time pro bowler. Yeah. You say he's a seven-time pro bowler? I mean, yeah, he's a great player. Um, but we'll talk about that other stuff later. Um, obviously, uh, they had, after the Super Bowl, people like to put out the odds for the following Super Bowl without any news or anything like that without any trades or anything like that free agency so this, this is these are the way to early super bowl odds for 2020 the 49ers currently stand at uh plus 4500 they're the 18th best odds behind the panthers but in front of the jaguars hmm. we'll just see how it goes obviously this season was fueled by ridiculous injuries two of our stars on offense Hopefully they get better. Yeah. Also, moving uh-huh. on. Um, moving on. Apparently, so the Niners are blocking the Raiders' move to play in Oracle Park in San Francisco next season. Uh, the Raiders' only other on. options that seem likely are the to play in Levi's or back in Oakland. And they it's fucking they should just there, there there were other odds that came out today about where would they play. Levi's was even back in the Coliseum was even, but they were talking about like playing somewhere else they should just fucking play back in Oakland I don't understand yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's that's I think that's what's gonna happen I, th- I also think that's what's gonna happen <laughs> um you know what they should do they should go play at uh DVC hmm <laughs> that'd be interesting but yeah they still haven't figured out where they're gonna play this upcoming season which is kinda sad um but we'll see and some whole NFL news. Obviously, the Super Bowl ended with the Patriots winning. But let's talk about what's up ahead. The combine mm-hmm. starts on February 26th, which is only 17 days away. Coming up. Pretty excited for that. Yeah, Coming up. Yeah, the draft. Me and Jack have a big, me and Jack have a big bet yeah. that will be settled during draft during the combine days. Yeah, so the draft is on uh, April 25th, 76 days away, which is nice. And the next season starts on September 5th, and that's 209 days away. Counting down the days. Counting down the days. Yes, we are. So now, who are you excited to see show off their skills? Well, obviously, I've, obviously there's we have, the number, number, we have the second overall pick in this draft, and there's been speculation of being Josh Allen, Quinn Williams. Um, but I'm, yeah, I am excited to see Josh Allen in the combine. Obviously, Nick Bosa after after his uh, big uh, like a uh, core injury to see how he how he does. Brian Burns out of Miami. Florida State, oh, yeah. kind of excited to see him. Um, maybe the top receiver in this class, Nikhil Harry out of Arizona State. 
very speedy receiver. Um, shout out to Justin Samer for telling me about this guy. Um, Kyler Murray finally declared for the draft earlier this earlier this uh, this week. I'm excited to see him. I mean, obviously he's he won the Heisman, but I mean, just for him to be there and actually declare to go to the combine, pretty interesting. We still don't know what he's gonna choose, right? You know, it's up in the air for the guy still. Um, two other names, two interior D tackles that I have thoughts on. Uh, Ed Oliver, who did not have such a great season that he did prior to two seasons ago, kind of excited to see how he does in the combine. And then another name that's being speculated as the second overall pick for the 49ers is Quinn Williams, who you're pretty high on. I mean, and I'm, I, I, and I'm starting to like the guy more and more each day. Yeah, but I want to. Um, he's uh, obviously only had one good season at Alabama, but I mean, give or take, he's still a good player. Yeah, I I just want a pass rusher, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, obviously, that. we'll talk about it later. But I mean, big off season for the Forty ers Hopefully, we spend a lot of money, but we'll see. In other news, the Eagles exercised Nick Foles' $20 million option for next season, but Nick Foles is voting that option, making him a free agent if the Eagles do not franchise tag him. Yes, he's going to be on the move. That's interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Um, there are some teams that maybe he'll land on the Jags. Maybe, uh, I forget who else. I forget what the other team was. Giants? Is Jags. Did you say what? The Lions? Giants. Giants, uh, maybe. I can see him going to the Jaguars, but um, we'll see. I forgot what, what the other. I, I don't think it was the Giants in the article I was reading, but uh. one of them was for sure the Jaguars. Uh. But um, some Super Bowl news though, or you know, history. The Rams joined us 1971 Dolphins as the only team in NFL history to not score a TD in the Super Bowl. But. Hmm. The following year, the 1972 Dolphins went on to win the Super Bowl and go undefeated. Ah, that's good. History in favor of the Rams. Obviously, yeah, like history does repeat itself. Yes, it does. But will the Rams be able to do it? Nope. Probably not. Uh Uh-uh. So obviously free agency starts uh, March 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. But let's talk about some teams. But some teams can talk to some players with expiring contracts on the 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. For the 49ers, what guys should they keep their eyes on during free agency? You have some names to put out there? Uh, Earl Thomas, C.J. Mosley, Tyrell Williams, yes. who's my number one target offensively, Randall Cobb, yes. D. Ford, to Davian Clowney and Demarcus Lawrence, who I do not see going in the free agency. He's number one on our list. That's, that's right there. Yes. Yes. Um, obviously, um, all these guys, I would love to have on the nice, but we can only select a few. I put these names out there. At Demarcus Lawrence is twenty-seven years old, and he had a pro football rating of eighty-nine and a half, pretty high. He's only it just keeps on rising. The last year, two years. He's doing pretty well. Um, hopefully the Cowboys do not franchise tag the guy. Uh, Earl Thomas obviously coming off an injury. He's going, he is 30 years old. We had a PFF rating of 91 and a half. Today, obviously just trying to reach our needs uh edge. We just need a guy who fucking can pass rush off the edge. Yes, maybe That's too. a guy we can talk about. Um, him and D Ford, who's only two years older than today, Beyond Clowney. Did pretty well rushing the rushing the quarterback uh, this season. Uh, obviously, Fred Warner is a great inside linebacker, but we need to fill the need at Mike because Fred plays the will position. Um, CJ Mosley, like you were saying, twenty-seven years old, free agent. I'd, I'd send him with that guy, or at least try to. Four-time All-Pro too. Yeah, very good linebacker out of Alabama. Um, and like you were saying, Tyrell Williams, yeah. When he gets the volume of throws that he uh, that he was getting, like, 
t- about two seasons ago, I'd for sure sign him. Uh, he's 27 years old. He's a big down-the-field threat. Um, runs crisp routes. And again, Randall Cobb, too. Uh, another slot receiver that maybe uh, Russ, Buckle can, Russ Walker can work with. Uh, he is turning. Tw- he is th- 29 years old. He didn't have a great season this year, but he is going to be a free agent. Why not bring? Why not bring him in? He's out of California, out of Fresno State. Um, we'll just see how that goes. And again, free agency starts March 13th. We'll see how this goes. Hopefully, it's better than last season's. Yeah, hopefully, there's some news. Yeah, hopefully, some news for us. Obviously, there is a little bit of news, but not the type of news we wanted. Right. Let's move on to some baseball talk. Um, yes. This is all you, my guy. I'll just listen. All right. So the MLB and MLB's Players Association, Association proposed a three batter minimum for pitchers, relievers, and a universal DH, which means the AL and NL will both have the DH position if that goes through. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, it's unlikely to happen, apparently. So the like the quickest they think it could happen is like they talk in 2021. That's when like the next, uh-huh. like the next, uh, like deal they have to like the next time they talk or next deal that has to be done by so i guess they're, they're gonna talk about it more then i just don't see it happening now uh so yeah would you want a universal dh though um ye- yes and no because there's some pitchers who can hit but most of them can't so the pitchers who can't hit yes like pitchers like Bumgarner, i would like to see him hit still but i understand right, why right, they right, don't right, want right. i understand why they don't want that to happen though because of injury and stuff like that. Yes. But yeah, so that's all that for that the rule changes. Uh, so there was a trade though. JT yes. Riomuto, 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 Moto, whatever. A huge trade to the Phillies. Uh, he played for the Florida, my actually the Miami Marlins, known formerly as the Florida Marlins. The Marlins acquired a couple of good, some good players. They acquired Sixto Sanchez. Uh, he's the number one prospect of the Phillies. He's a 26th-ranked prospect in baseball. He's a right-handed pitcher, throws about 101, can get up to 103, has a pretty good curveball and changeup, apparently. I've never watched him. I'm just going off, like, the MLB.com prospect list. Um, so he's 20 years old. He's going to be in double-A next year, which is young for someone like that, which is good. Uh, they also acquired Jorge Alfaro from the Phillies, too, who's a catcher. He's 26, more known as an offensive catcher. Ha- apparently has an arm. Apparently, they say. Oh yeah. He's like the strongest arm in all of baseball, like minor league and major leagues and international combined. He's like the strongest arm. Apparently, he has trouble with the catching part though, like blocking and you know, calling games. But he has good arm and he's a good hit- hitter. Apparently, he batted like two forty last year, which isn't that yeah, great. Two forty. No, it's not that. Yeah, right. dude, oh, not oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, but he does hit home runs, so that's good. Which is what many people in the game do now. Uh, they also acquired Will Stewart, who's a left-handed pitcher. Don't know much about him, but he, apparently he's very well-known and very liked. They also acquired international bonus money, which allows them to sign international free agents who are under the age of 22 and who have not been drafted into the major leagues or have not been drafted because they're you know out of the country. Like they're in right. like Dominican Republic, Venezuela, stuff like that, Cuba. Uh-huh. Uh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think Japan counts for that, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, but I think Japan's different um, because most of them come over like when they're over like 28, like they're like 26, 28 in that range. Yeah. And it's like different where you have to pay $20 million to talk to the guy. And if he says he wants to go to your team, you, you sign him. You have to pay $20 million just to talk to somebody? I think so. It used to be different. It used to be like there's a guy named Dask, Dice K Matsuzaka a couple years ago, like in 2006. Yeah. Where the yeah. Marlins, not the Marlins, the Red Sox Jesus and fucking Christ, fucking windblower motherfuckers. The Reds, the Redskins, Redskins, the the Red Sox, um, like the Red Sox and Mets had to go through like this whole entire like process where, I believe the Red Sox like, like the winning bid this team was like fifty three million dollars they had to pay to the team to speak to him, then they signed up to like a hundred million dollars so it signed up, it signed up, it kind of like almost two hundred million dollars, um. Like to sign him, and he wasn't actually not. He was good for like one year, but it was a bust arrest. It's kind of a bad oh, deal, shit. but it's different that way. So yeah, that's for that trade. Very, very interesting. Yes. Also, there's some Giants news. Bryce Harper 
The Giants met with Bryce Harper this uh, Tuesday yes. night. Yeah. Or last Tuesday. They met with him. They're in, they're apparently the interest is high in both teams, but Harper wants the most money, and if he gets the most money from the Phillies, he's gonna go there. But there's been a rumor saying that he does not want to play in Philly. He wants to play closer to the West Coast because he's from Las Vegas. Uh, the Dodgers don't want the Dodgers aren't interested apparently, but he would like to play for the Giants. And if you go on his Twitter, all throughout his career, he's always tweeted about how he loves San Francisco, how he loves the fans and the team, always wishes them well. Usually roots for them to win in the if they're in the playoffs. Um, so that's good. So there could be a chance he can come here. Apparently though, yeah. the Giants. It's been a slow moving off season for basically everyone in major leagues. So yeah. like. Early in the offseason, they said that we probably won't be going after Bryce Harper. But then as time went on, his price has seemingly dropped even more. And he's apparently willing to maybe have a short-term deal where it's like he signed to a six-year deal, but he has an opt-out after three or four, like after two or three years. So you can either yeah. save your team until the whole entire contract, or you can opt out and try to get more money, which would be something he might do. And the Giants might be interested in that. So for six years, uh, he's looking for three hundred million dollars. But obviously, if he doesn't get like ten year ten year deal, they could offer him like a short term deal where it's like six years, like one hundred eighty six million dollars, but have an opt out for the third year where they pay him like one hundred five million dollars, so like thirty five million a year, where he has like the right. most, where he gets like the most money per season in the major leagues, but not a long term deal. So when he gets out of free agency, like let's say he does a three year deal, he's twenty six now. He signs, he gets, he plays well throughout the whole entire three years. He's a free agent at 29. He can still sign another huge contract, for like probably by then, like over 400 to $500 million he can maybe get because Mike Trout from the Angels is going to get $500 million because he's, wow. he's like incredible. So maybe then... Kind of good, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, that, so he might get that deal. And so it might be smart for Harper to take a short-term deal. Like even like, that's like take a short-term deal then like opt out for three years and go play. Even if he, let's say he doesn't do well, he opts in, it's good for him, bad for the Giants, because they didn't pay him all that money. But right. that's good for him, though, because he get like six years, $210 million. I'm just throwing out a number there. Um, but he wants $300 million in a longer-term contract, but, of course, if he doesn't get it, he'll go lesser years, more money, which is what I th- I would do if I was a team, because I would not want to give a guy like a 12-year contract, because it's like it's so unknown what he would do, how he would like if he's like injured enough. Plus, right. tenure, plus tenure deals often don't work and are often horrible contracts, a.k.a. the Albert Pujols and the Angels contract and uh, and the uh, Detroit Tigers and Miguel Cabrera, who they're paying Miguel Cabrera like $160 million until he's like $160 million in the next five years when he's like 43 years old. So that's not a good deal. So you don't want to do that. But I would do lesser years, but like give him more money. So you give him, like, as I said, like three years, like – 110 million where it's not that huge long contract but he still is making the most money per season in the MLB right. which may be something he might be interested in right and also in lesser news the Giants and free agent catcher Renee Rivera agreed to a minor league contract which right. they need depth uh, in their farm systems they don't have a lot because their last game sucked but they've been they've been signing a bunch of people to like minor league deals hoping like some of them work out or they cup big time free agent like big time players for them I've been last year with the Dodgers or two years ago with the Dodgers too where they got a guy like Chris Taylor who no one knew about he became like one of their best players Max Muncy who was let go by the A's no one knew him they thought he was a bust hit 35 homers last year so they're hoping that they can catch some lightning in a bottle with that because their GM is their president of, they don't have a GM yet their GM should be A-Rod because that's who I want because it'd be funny right right but their right, president right. is good at finding like guys on minor league deals become big time players for them. So hopefully that happens because we need some because this team is going to be bad. And I'm not really interested in watching this year unless they sign Harper, unless they make some moves coming up because they're going to be pretty bad. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, baseball talk. Yeah. Long. Um, what? That was a long baseball talk. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was news though. Pitchers, pitchers and catchers are reporting uh, two weeks. When? Two Soon, weeks. Right? I think two weeks. Two weeks? Interesting, yeah. But yeah, let's get some segments. I think we only have uh, two today. This first one is this day in sports history, February 8th. In 1960, Boston Celtic, Bill Russell becomes the first NBAer 
with 50 rebounds. In a game? 51, yes, in Jesus. a game. 51 to be exact. Good God. Jesus Christ. In 1986, 5'7", Spud Webb of the Atlanta Hawks wins the NBA dunk contest. Whoa. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to him. Hope he listens to us. Yeah. And in even bigger news, on this day, 1990, Clay Thompson, three-time NBA champion, was born in Los Angeles, California. Whoa. Happy birthday, Clay. Happy birthday, Clay. Hopefully he listens to us. Hopefully he listens to this podcast. I doubt it, but... But yeah, let's, let's move on to our last segment. For those who don't know, I put on our Instagram story on the BA podcast for you guys to shoot some questions that we'll answer on the pod today. First question from Adam Alviso, and he asks, does Solomon Thomas have potential to be Aaron Donald? Have to be the potential to be Aaron Donald if moved inside. What are your thoughts? No. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I say also no. Um... He was a great player at Stanford. Obviously, he hasn't been able to replicate that in the NFL. I mean, they seem to figure it out. Obviously, we've hired a new D-line coach, and hopefully he knows the specific spot he can play. Hopefully. But hopefully he just stays in the one spot this whole entire season. If it's the three technique, obviously on the strong side, the one technique on the weak side, let's just keep him inside. I feel like he does a lot better in the inside than he does in space on the outside. Um, obviously, a lot of things will change if we draft Quentin Williams because he plays inside. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I don't think he'll be an Aaron, Aaron Donald type guy. But you said you had a, another yeah, uh, comparison. A better comparison would be Michael Bennett. Uh, in his yes. first two years, explain to them. Explain to them. What that well, Michael Bennett, he was actually undrafted, so kind of it's kind of different. But Michael Bennett's first two years, he averaged two sacks per season. Wasn't playing the right position. Got moved to the right position his third year in Tampa. Had four sacks his third year, then nine his fourth year. Went to Seattle. Had eight and a half, seven, ten, five, eight and a half, and nine this year in Philadelphia. Three-time Pro Bowler. I believe he's a all. I think I think he's like a one or two-time All Pro. Where he I think one-time All Pro. I think Super Bowl champion for sure. Well, he's, he's just a three-time Pro Bowler. No All Pro. But, no okay. yeah, but he, they didn't know like people didn't know how to play him his first year. Then they realized, right. okay, he should just play all over the place, but focusing like, ins- he, like he does. Yeah, yeah, but focusing inside, where he's like quicker yes. and quicker than most. Like he's quicker than guards. Like he's able to get around yes. them, and he's strong too. Yes. So that's who I think his like uh, comparison could be. Yeah, I like that. Um, I I, I like Michael Bennett. I'm a fan of his. I like how his his, uh, his pads are really, really small. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's like a kicker. Yeah. Um, next question, though, is uh, by Rachel Madison. She asks, how do y'all feel about Redlands Bulldog soccer? I'm a fan. Um, go Gogs. No, but dogs? The real question is, oh. you go to Redlands, question mark? Moving on. Um, what? Last Wait, how do I feel about them? You don't have to answer that question. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to answer it anyway. I think they have the opportunity to make some noise in their league this year. That's all I know. Good take there. Thank you. Good take there. I like that. Um, last week, for those who don't know, we had our first ever guest on, and his name was Dushin Samra. Oh, and yes. he says, man, that Dushin Samra got a leap for predicting pads and the under. Damn. True that, Justin. True that. But what was it, what, what was the score he predicted it would be? Uh, the, I think it was like, fuck. It was in the twenties. It was nowhere near thirteen to what three. The score actually, was. <sighs> but he did bet on man. the under, which good. That's good for him. It, uh, good for him, and it was. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was definitely under. Yeah, definitely. The game was awful. <laughs> You know what's funny? Right. You know what's funny? The next day it said Super Bowl Classics. Rams versus Patriots. Like, uh, this is not a classic. All right. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? NFL.com. Like, oh, we're playing Super Bowl Classics today. It's the uh, uh, Rams-Patriots. Like, wait a minute. That's a joke. Jesus Christ. I thought, like, I thought, I thought, like oh, they probably mean the 2001 game. Okay, that was a classic. It looks like, nope, That's yesterday. Like, what yeah. the f- 
yesterday. It was 13 to 3. What a joke. It was a classic, yeah. though. Classically bad. <laughs> All right. Well, second to last question. Yasmin underscore VZ asks, what do you predict will happen to Golden State next year with Clay and KD as free agents? Go ahead, Jake. Oof. That's a good question. I think Clay's going to re- I think Clay, because they can resign both to the max because they own their bird rights, which don't give me starbs. I have no idea what the hell that means. But I guess it means their like. Bird, their bird rights? Yeah, that means like you can sign them and go over the uh, salary cap by re signing them because you have them for a while. Yeah. Um, I think Clay's going to sign for the max. I mean, I oh, KD. I think he might. Oh, right now, I think he's leaning to leaving. But if he stays, they're going to sign him to a max, like a super max. They could yeah. also Demarcus Cousins is a free agent. They could. They don't yes. have his bird rights yet, but they could sign him to like another one of those deals they did this year, where he has like the mid the tax level exception. But this time, it'll be one hundred twenty percent more than what his salary was. This year, yes, so he's yes, making like yes, five point. Yes. That's, that's the big thing right there. That's the big. Thing. Yeah, he's making like five point two now or something. So next year would be like six point four, but then let's yes. say this: if they if KD leaves, and they sign up to that one year deal, after they would have to do another one year deal. But then after that, they can they they would own his bird rights, which makes them allowed to resign and to go over the contract and sign up to like a max yes. deal. But I don't think they're gonna do that because then they have Draymond Green. They have to resign. Yes, I was about to say. Yeah, he has to. Unless they it's, trade it's, Draymond, but it is next summer, right? Yeah, it's next summer. Unless they trade Draymond, is, and then Steph is still on board for another two years. Steph, yeah, Steph has. Yeah, actually, I think he has. This is his second year of his. Yeah, so three more. Yeah, two or three more years. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Draymond is next year, like you were saying. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I also, I agree. I think Clay signs back. Uh, um, I don't, I think he's pretty content. Obviously, we'll offer him the max. I just worry that we won't offer him enough, and then he just you know go out, goes out, test waters, and then other teams will obviously um, want to sign him. One team, the Lakers. No, oh, yeah. But um, we'll see. It's gonna be interesting off season. Obviously, we're still far away from it. And yeah, that's what I think will happen to the Golden State Warriors. Yes, should be interesting. What will happen? It should be interesting. Yes, Yasmin, Yasmin underscore VZ. Great question. Thank Great you for question. asking that. That's probably the best question we had today. Yeah, best question we have today. Yeah, definitely. Last question. Probably the worst question we've got. Living like Olive. Oh, God. Ask. God. Yeah. Why will you talk about real football with a soccer ball emoji? Never. Never. Unless, Sorry. Unless the World Cup and Euro Cup happens, then we will, but... Yeah, but other than that, nah. I might mention some earthquake news, like if I go to a game or something. But other than that, (laughs) hell no. Exactly. Yeah, but yes. Well, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, Oh, you had uh, music recommendations, right? Um. Yeah, not really. Actually, I kind of. No, I don't have anything. I know Schoolboy Q is supposed cool. to be coming up with an album soon, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Soon, still, still. Yeah, it's, still... Been, it's been soon for like the last year and yes. a half. Yes. What the hell? It's, I think he said it was done. He's just, like, doing all the other shit. God, just release it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm pretty excited. Um, but I do have one. Ariana Grande came out with her album, Thank You, Next, yesterday. Ah. I gave, it a, I gave uh, the first uh, couple songs a listen. Not that bad. Hmm. I've not listened to it yet. Yeah. I do like the song Thinking Next. Shout out to my friend Shannon George for putting me on with Ariana Grande music. Hmm. Big fan. But yeah, so I have anything else to say. Um, you have anything else to say, Jake? I do not. Should I end it for us? I believe we should. All right. Well, like we always say at the end of the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, please you. like follow subscribe review, subscribe do all that stuff also on iTunes if you done it on iTunes usually iTunes subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe listen to the podcast like, unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe resubscribe resubscribe again listen to it again we get more views that way game the system yeah you do it fucking up the system exactly yes 
follow us on on Instagram at the BA underscore podcast. And yes, this is your co-host James with Jake. See ya.